0: It's Lamar Gibbs. Welcome to the Thoughts of Redemption podcast, where we celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. On this new episode of the Thoughts of Redemption podcast, I wanted to share my thoughts and reflections on Holy Week, which is basically a week where we go from Palm Sunday to Resurrection Sunday. And I just wanted to share some of my personal reflections on what I experienced in thinking about. The gospel and the new narrative that christ establishes in our life by the redemption that he purchased with his blood by the redemption that he, he he won for us and so i pray and hope that this episode is an encouragement and a blessing for you i encourage you to share to subscribe uh, if you want to find out any more information and want to contact me hit me up at thoughts as well as thoughts of redemption, On Instagram, underscore to redemption on Twitter, thoughts of redemption on Facebook. And you can actually email thoughts of redemption at thoughts of redemption at gmail.com. God bless and enjoy. Welcome to the brand new episode of the thoughts of redemption podcast. It's Lamar here. And as we have gone through what's known in the Christian faith as Holy Week, which is everything from Palm Sunday to Good Friday and to Resurrection Sunday. And going through this week, I always get deeply reflective when I think about what Christ did in order to bring redemption, in order to bring restoration, in order to bring salvation to all of us um, who receive it. And this week was no different. Um, but in, in a way, it was different in how I personally was able to, to reflect on what the redemption of Christ means to me. And so just real quick, I want to give a quick just understanding of the gospel, which is basically that the good news is that Christ is our salvation. He is our savior. He was the one that was that was sent by the father in order to deal with the sin issue that we have between us and the father. And in the beginning, you know, the world was made by Christ and this world experienced the fall where Adam and Eve had sinned and it caused separation from God. It caused separation from each other. It caused sin and and death to enter into the world. It caused corruption to rise up. Amongst humanity and amongst all of creation where we now are waiting the redemption of our bodies. And so Christ came into this world, even though he made it and the world, knew him not, which is the scriptures, what it says, basically meaning that the world walked as if they didn't know him. They walked as if they didn't want him. And the Bible even speaks to this as well, where Jesus is the light of the world, but yet there is darkness that is in this world. And so Jesus came in order to deal with sin and its effects on us and to also restore our right relationship between us and the Father. And so when I think about the gospel and I think about what it means to receive the gospel, to believe in Christ and, and as our salvation and, and what that means, you know, I was in a devotional Uh, with um, Hope Church, with my good friend Donald. Shout out to you, Donald. Um, But as we were going through, we were going through the scripture in Luke where Jesus is mocked by the chief priests, by the people, by the soldiers, um, even by one of the criminals where there was this common refrain for Jesus to save himself. And you know, what Donald had pointed out is that that's our, actually our common disposition, our common position in our hearts as human beings, where we have this desire to save ourselves in order to, to get through what we want to get through. And Jesus could have responded the same way, yet when the mockery was for him to save himself, even though he could have saved himself, he did not. He stayed on the cross and he stayed on the cross because of his purpose. What the Bible says in in the book of Hebrews, the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. And so knowing that this is our common disposition, it really had me reflecting on ways that I personally operate in where I want to save myself. And so let me kind of break down what that means. And so. I personally struggle with stubbornness and defensiveness and and so whenever I'm confronted by something or somebody's trying to explain something to me or I just am in the midst of a tense situation or a moment where it would be better for me to not be stubborn, my first reaction is to my first human reaction is, is to be stubborn at times. There are times that I can be very stubborn, I can be very defensive um, and it can even come out when somebody is rude to me and if anybody knows me, I've expressed that whenever there is rudeness expressed towards me, my first inclination is to be defensive or to, to be upset and to respond rather than what would be the right way of doing it is to actually think before I respond. Or to let go of my need to be defensive or my need to respond to the rudeness or the ability to respond kindly in response to the rudeness that I experience. And, you know, I really confronted that because I I, I, I know how hard it is. When something happens, or when I'm in a conversation, or or when I'm just just feeling that that natural stubbornness of of of, of not responding in the situation, and and, and I read, I discovered that it was really this way of me saving myself, saving myself from having to admit something, or saving myself from from not. Um, Being able to respond in the way that I would want to respond. And I could have really done things differently in my life at times. Everything from the way that I have talked to my own family. To the way that I have talked at times to my friends. To the way that I've talked to my girlfriend. And instead I end up finding myself at times after the fact regretting rude words that I said, re- regretting the ways that I was unkind, instead of being able to actually respond in the right way and at, at the forefront. And, you know, I, in light of this, I really reflect on the gospel because when it comes to the, the, the narrative um One of the things of the Gospel is is that it brings restoration. and one of the things of the Gospel is that in Christ we are made as new creations. And that means a lot to me. It means a lot to me because I don't know the first time where I was stubborn. I just know that this is something that I've dealt with over the years. And you know, when it comes to how we live our lives, how we have our triggers, how we have our own habits and patterns of doing things, the gospel brings hope, not only for the eternal life that we receive, not only for the fact that Christ is coming back, but it also applies to the narrative about what we believe about ourselves. And because I know with me personally, I can be very hard on myself when I see my shortcomings, when I see Patterns and things of uh, uh, ways of doing things that does not reflect the character of Christ and I, and I see it and I and I get broken over it, and I'm sure that you listening here can can feel the same way about certain things and in, in ways that you do things that you feel like, man, I'm trying to do what's right, but then I come across myself. And when I come across myself, it can feel very discouraging, and it feels discouraging to me at times where. You know, I want to do what's right. I want to do what God's commanded. And then when I'm in a situation, I respond in a way that I didn't want to respond. And the gospel gives me great hope. The gospel gives me great hope because it allows me to see that Christ has sparked the new narrative in my life where because I have received Christ, because I have received the Holy Spirit. That the fruit of the spirit, which is gentleness, right? W- where if I'm rude, I'm not being gentle, I'm not being kind. Another fruit of the another quality of the fruit of the spirit is kindness. And so, along with the seven others, which is love, joy, peace, patience, self-control, faithfulness, and goodness, right? And so Whenever I'm experiencing my habits of this this flesh that I'm in, this, this, this fallen nature that I deal with, the gospel provides me such great hope because of the restoration that is being worked out in my own life and the narrative that he has already started within me. Where he is establishing his legacy of kindness, his legacy of gentleness, his legacy of selflessness, his his legacy of humility. Whereas my stubbornness is a, is, a, is a fruit of pride. He is actually establishing his legacy of humility in my life. And it literally is him calling me to surrender. And I can know that Christ is. Establishing this narrative in my life through his word. I encourage you to think about the narrative that Christ is transforming in your life. You know, we all have narrative that has been built up and it comes from multiple places. It can come from the words that people have spoken upon you. It can come from the words that you've spoken from yourself how you think about yourself, how you see yourself. It can come from experiences that you've had and it forms the pattern of how you interact with other people. And Christ has come so that he can establish his narrative of restoration and redemption in your life. So where there is rudeness and unkindness, he wants to establish his kindness and his gentleness. Where there is unfaithfulness, he wants to establish his faithfulness. Where there is evil and wickedness, he wants to establish his goodness. Where there is anxiety and fear, he wants to establish his peace and his love. And and so I encourage you, as we have gone through Palm Sunday, Good Friday, Resurrection Sunday, this period of reflection where we remember what Christ did. I just encourage you to remember the narrative that he is establishing. It is his legacy in Christ Jesus that he is establishing in your life. And I know we all have our own filters. We all have those imperfections. We all have those patterns and habits that are not reflective of the kingdom that Christ has revealed in this earth. But don't despair, don't discourage. Even in the midst of going through what we're going through right now with the coronavirus, I myself have encountered my own failings coming out as a result of experiencing, for example, my mother testing positive for the coronavirus, experiencing the stresses and experiencing the the feelings that comes with experiencing something like this. Many of us are, are experiencing being sheltered in place together and having to deal with the flesh coming out, having to deal with our sinful habits, having to deal with our, our sinful dispositions, you know, our sinful experiences that have kind of built a filter in how we experience our own families, how we experience our own friends, how we experience our own selves when we deal with our loneliness and we deal with our fears, when we deal with all these different things that we're dealing with. As we experience this time, and, and even ex- as we experience this Holy Week, going through a quarantine going through a sheltering in place where we are uncertain of what is going to happen in the future. See the narrative that Christ has established through the gospel. See the narrative that he is working out of your life as he continues to reveal his word and what his word has been spoken over your life to be so that you can walk as you've been called that you can walk as has been promised, as, as Christ has, has done to reveal and, 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 and to exalt the rule and reign of Christ in your life. Be encouraged. Be encouraged and know that he is faithful, that he is he, he's able to, by the grace of God, by the grace of Jesus Christ, to have you reflect Christ in all of your ways. Until next time. This is Lamar signing off. God bless.